Hello, I'm Richard Ilsley, and I research and write and teach kick-out management techniques with universities and with companies around the world. And in this series of short podcasts, I'd like to share with you some of the learning from this experience and discuss some of the important aspects of key account management today. So welcome back. And in this session, I'd like to think about measuring the success of key account management. We'll discuss three areas of measurement. The first are the outcomes or the commercial objectives that you want. And these are the results of your activities. The next are the drivers of performance, the things you have to do in order to achieve the outcomes. And finally, the capabilities you need to possess if you're going to be able to perform these activities. Although it seems very simple, it turns out that measurement is quite a complex topic. And if we're not careful, we can quickly lose sight of the core goal, which of course is to grow the business profitably. I think the fact that so many managers put volume and revenue ahead of profit in their planning shows how easy it is to lose sight of what we're trying to achieve and how important it is to select the right measures and objectives in the first place. So let's start at the beginning and let's consider the main commercial measures for success. The first measure I'm going to select is obvious. And it's the revenue or the sales that we're doing with the account. It's obvious because it's one of the core measures for any business as a whole. It would be very unusual for a business which didn't measure sales revenue. Closely allied to revenue is your share of the customer's business. And I think this is a very good measure because it tells you how effective you are at account management. A growing share suggests you're doing the right things. And of course, a declining share suggests the opposite. And because it tells you how important you are to the key account. If you have a large share of the customer's business, you're likely to be seen as a more important supplier. So share also tells you about the potential for growth. And of course, this too is very important. So share of the customer's business should be a core measure. It tells you how you're performing as an account manager, how important you are to the customer, and what the potential for growth is. But what do we really mean by share of the customer's business? How should we calculate this share figure? That's a question that many account managers struggle with. So what should we do? Well, a good way to start to think about this is to think about all the business you could possibly do with this account. In other words, if you supply widgets, then you want to know what the total value of all the widgets bought by the customer might be. You know the value of widgets you supply, so then it becomes a simple matter of calculating the percentage of your share. We want to identify the total available business, all the business we could possibly supply, and then work out our current percentage. Now, wait a minute, I hear you cry. Um, you may not want to supply all of the possible business. Why not? Well, it may be that some of it is just too low margin to be interesting, or too complex, or we'd have to supply another country, or, or who knows what else. The fact is, that we just may not want to supply everything we possibly could supply to this customer. So an important aspect 
of account management is to figure out just what it is we should be supplying to the key account. So in addition to working out the total available business, you should also aim to work out the size of the business you're really interested in because this is really the most important number. This is possibly the best working measure of share, I think. However, don't neglect to work out the total available percentage because it's still the best measure of your importance to the customer and also helps you to determine the key account's likely attitude towards you. In a later session, we'll discuss key account strategy. An important aspect of this is to identify the key account's own purchasing strategy. Because if your share falls below a certain level, you may start to be less interesting to the key account. And as part of the inevitable drive to consolidate suppliers, you may find yourself simply managed out. So once again, you see how important it is to understand your share of the customer's business. Exactly how to work out your share, of course, is going to depend on the sort of industry you're in. But whatever industry it is, a good start is to talk with the key account itself. So revenue is important, as is share. But these two alone are not enough. Why not? Well, we could easily increase both if we simply slashed the prices. We wouldn't make any money. Uh, but we would achieve our sales revenue target. But of course, kick-out management is all about achieving the revenue and the margin objectives, so cutting price to win sales is not an option. It also means that our next measure must be margin, not profit, because of course we can increase profit by cutting the margin and driving sales. So margin has to be the measure. And we can see that the two core measures for the key account's performance now are revenue and margin. And for the key account management process, share and margin. But there's still one more measure we need because revenue and margin tell us how we're performing today. But effective account management is all about growing long-term profitable business. So this means we need a measure to take the future into account. We want to be able to ensure that we'll still be successful next year and, and the year beyond. So we want to measure our likely future business in terms of its revenue and its margin. To do this, we need to measure all the potential business we've identified and which we're working right now to win. Now, we can call this the pipeline, but if we do this, we have to be careful not to confuse it with the, the old-fashioned idea of a sales pipeline, which is, frankly, just a big lump of everything we're pitching for. So to qualify as part of the key account pipeline, we have to see the potential business clearly described and accompanied by a business case and an action plan. The business case shows us exactly why you're going to win this additional business by identifying the value proposition to the key account. So we have four output measures, revenue and share, margin, and forward identified expected business. Now, of course, these are measures after the fact. They measure what we've achieved. We can't go back and change anything. Much development and growth with key accounts happens over the longer term, of course, and certainly months, sometimes years. So what about 
measuring the likelihood of winning the business? How do we know if we're on the right track? If the average time to win new work is, let's say, nine months, then where should we be in, say, five months in order to know that we're, we're on the right track? So we need to identify forward indicators of business, also known as the sales or the business drivers. How do, I, how do we identify them? Well, some of them are obvious. If all product, for example, must pass a customer quality test, then uh, let's say that takes three months. Well, then, of course, at least three months before the contract is signed, we must have started the quality tests. So generally, as we get closer to an agreement, the measures become more obvious. But what about at the early stage? What can we measure at that point? Of course, the exact measure is going to depend on your industry and process. But as an example, many companies have realised that the seniority and the range of their relationships with the key account's own managers will have a direct impact on the longer-term business growth. So if this is the case for your business, then you can measure the number and level of your relationships. Whatever you select, you need to find just a very few measures of performance and then you need to try and correlate them over the longer term to ensure they really are the right measures of of success. Well, so far we've considered output and then input measures, but there is a third category of measurement I think we need to consider, and that's our ability or capability to do the very things we've identified as being important. So capability is important, and especially so when we start to think about how to develop Kickout managers and their skills. It's very important that we have a direct link between the commercial outputs we want, the sales drivers and action that cause these outputs to occur, and the capabilities we need to implement these actions. And if we can get this right, then of course there's a very strong chance that any capability development given to the account management team will result in revenue and margin gains down the line. So what capabilities should you measure? Well, inevitably, this is going to depend on your particular business. But there are some capabilities which we can be pretty sure will have a direct impact. The ability to negotiate is an obvious example. So we can usually draw a direct correlation between negotiation skills measured some way and our commercial outcomes. When we come to measure capabilities, we need to think about the very things we'd expect to see as part of high performance for that capability and then establish objective measures. For example, if someone in your industry is a high caliber negotiator, what would you expect to see that person having? What would you expect to see that person doing? These are the very things that we want to measure. Okay, well, that's it for this session. But before we meet again, I'd like you to think about the things we've talked about. And so let me give you just a couple of minutes to ponder on these issues before we say goodbye. Off we go.
So there's a couple of minutes of quiet reflection on measures in account management. Do join me for our next session. Until then, take care.